0: It's Sunday Social.
1: Welcome to Sunday Social. I'm Bourne Davis with you through right through until 8 o'clock here at Radio Live. Tracy Thorne. Tracy Thorne from Everything But the Girl. If you were uh, big on your music in the 90s, you would have recognized that track. And one of the things I love about Tracy, other than her voice and her music, is that she is right there on Twitter along with her partner in musical gorgeousness, Ben Watt both quite willing to have a chat which is quite neat it's quite neat to be able to get on twitter and talk to your talk to your heroes about uh you know what that lyric was inspired by usually it's just inspired by a bottle of wine and a deadline i find hey welcome to the show Show number 222. Is that a lucky number or an unlucky number? Or is it just a, a vague reference to that 1-1 one, one was a racehorse, 2-2 two, two was one, 2 Limerick? I'm not sure. I'd love you to be part of the show. Text me 3920, keyword live. that will pop up right here in front of me. And uh, you can tweet me, at Vaughn Davis. If you do follow me, if you do follow me on Twitter... And uh, thank you. Thank you so much for being among that number. And I'm going to talk about that number a bit later in the show. If you do follow me on Twitter, thank you so much. But uh, I've just tweeted a little video from here in the heart of the News Hub. I, I was blundering around, setting out uh, a glass and, uh, and some drinking water for my, for my guests tonight. And I, I, I sort of kicked a panel and, and, and something fell apart. And I found what seems to be a portal into another dimension, either that or it's some audio processing equipment I have no idea of. So have a look on Twitter and uh, have a look at the video of that and tweet back. Try and tell me what it is. Maybe Saskia, my technical producer, knows what it is. I don't know. She, no, she's shaking her head. No one knows what it is. Maybe this was like an Indian burial ground before there was a uh, before there was a studio here. You know, it was like a bit like The Shining. Am I? Am I? Um, yeah, I'm rambling, aren't I, Hey, it's going to be a great show tonight. Uh, later on, you will be very familiar with my second-half guest, Julian Waters. He is a trooper because, uh, unusually, he's doing two shows in a row for me just to, uh, just to keep things lively, and we will be talking about a classic trivia game. Who doesn't like trivia games? So, if you're the sort of person who gets addicted to apps, you might want to you know, close your ears for that segment. Um, A website that's been getting a bit of chit-chat this week on which you can rate your doctor. We're going to have a bit of a korero about that. And, well, if you think you had a bad weekend, believe me, Mark Zuckerberg had a worse one. And we're going to talk about why that was. First, though... to focus on the big cities quite a lot on this show and to be honest we've probably spoken to more people from new york than we have from new plymouth in the last few years that changes tonight and i will say i will say just uh referencing back to that simon and garfunkel track i i was reading art garfunkel's biography autobiography the other day this is digression upon digression and my guest is sitting there on the phone going where is this going um I was reading Art Garfunkel's strangely titled autobiography and the font, the font, listeners, was just driving me nuts. So I tweeted about that and thought nothing more of it. I took a photo of it said, ''This is an awful font. No, No book should ever be in this font. Think Comic Sans, but not even that good. Really, really bad font.'' Anyway, I woke up this morning and I had, uh, I, uh, through my half-opened eyes, I thought I'd been tweeted at from Art Garfunkel telling me that it's actually, uh, the font was actually based on his handwriting. So it turns out it was just some nutty fan, just some nutty fan defending the choice of fonts. But Small Towns is what that song is about, My Little Town. And my guest tonight is a guy who's just been a couple of months touring smaller New Zealand towns, talking to them about using the internet and social media in particular to turbocharge economic success. Steve Adams, brackets not the basketballer, from Boost Your Town. Welcome to Sunday Social. Kia ora Vaughan. thanks for having me on. You just about fell asleep in that, didn't you? That was the longest intro ever. It was a long one. It was. But, but 222 shows. Congratulations, mate. It's oh, awesome. thank you. Who's counting me? Me, that's who. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm trying to count the shows because it, at every sort of big anniversary, I, I watch The Door because I think, you know, at, at 200, someone's going to bring a cake. No, they didn't. So maybe maybe at 250, maybe at 250, 250. which isn't long away, yeah. it was before Christmas, yeah. uh, someone yeah. will bring a cake. Now, tell me um, where, where you've come from. Where have been? What are you doing? Yeah, well, as you say, I've spent the last couple of months
0: on a um on a bit of a road trip around around New Zealand's um regional towns, and and the road trip continues actually, heading down to the West coast next week. Um but we started in, in Kaitaia and have worked our way down through um, uh, Fielding and Wanganui and Stratford. Did you and, say and fielding Harada.
1: Did you say fielding? I did say fielding. I'm going to fielding tomorrow. how how's How's uh, economic growth in fielding? because I was there three weeks fielding. ago. Fielding. And Fielding if you'd been in there in between, it's gonna be booming. You would have transformed the place. Fielding
0: is, is, is buzzing. It's a it's a really cool little creative town. Like all of our regional towns. Um I've been working in this area for three or four years now and um, originally with, with local councils and areas looking at how we can, you know, get local business communities to get online, use and use Facebook and Instagram and, and, and the internet generally a bit more because when businesses do that they basically make more money. So it's a really great way of boosting economic growth and uh, but this recent to sort of boost your town um, has, has been done in partnership with Facebook so Facebook have come in and 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 made a, a um, an investment in, in regional new zealand and um, and that's what we've been doing so
1: uh,
0: yes so, so going, later. Go, we've, got, we've got three to go
1: so <laughs> going going from town to town like a a, a traveling salesman and, and uh, except all you're selling <laughs> is the idea of promoting promoting your business and your region on on social yeah. media. So you say social uh, Facebook's made an investment. What does that mean? They've just they've just hired your services. Is that is that the extent of the investment or is there more to it? Oh
0: no it's quite it's a um the program involves so we we we, we, we head to a town, we um we, we talk we talk to local people, local business organizations, chambers of commerce, so on, local councils and economic development agencies. And we see who's, who's in town using social media well already. And in every town, there's, 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 a, there's a bunch of local heroes and local stars doing it really, really well. Yep. And what we try to do is get a conversation going where we can start to transfer some knowledge from, from us, but also between people in the town, have an ongoing conversation. So the investment involves you know, shooting videos to profile those local, local heroes and, 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 and the workshops, which we've been doing. Um, it's also quite a comprehensive online training program um, called blueprint, which you might be familiar with mm-hmm. and that's that's being converted into a into a self-learning program, sort of thirty sixty ninety day program where businesses can come in and 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 learn how to use these tools um, you know right from setting up right through the more complicated stuff um, in, in their own time. Um, so yeah, we're hoping to. Basically, start a conversation with the with the videos and the workshops, and then and then keep that conversation going um, in a Facebook group and and online and and um, you know just in the towns generally about not only just getting your own business up and running, but how we can work together and collaborate as a town. To, to and which is why we call it Boost Your Town.
1: Right, but, you know, when, yeah. Sorry, because usually, you know, if I if I've got the uh, Ohakune florist, uh, florist, let's say, I, I'm only yeah. interested in, in my florist shop. But you're you're sort of taking a bit of more of a, a a patriotic regional view, right? Well, kind of patriotic, but it's also about you know doing working
0: together on platforms like Facebook and Instagram. You know, if 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 we're all if a hundred businesses are using Instagram in a town or using Facebook in a town, and they're all liking each other's content and sharing each other's content and, and commenting and, 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 and promoting each other, then that gives a lift to the whole town. which And, and, and that tide lifts all the boats in the town.
1: Why has Facebook chosen to do this or support this? Because, you know, most of us live in large cities. Most of New Zealand's businesses, most of New Zealand's economic activity is in large cities. And and just, you know, the, the, the ROI, the return on investment of your time and their investment by going round small towns has got to be pretty tenuous. So why, why the provincial approach? Well, the provincial approach, I mean, the... the for a start the provinces
0: um, in New Zealand right now are, are changing pretty rapidly there's a lot of people who are leaving the big cities like Auckland for example mm-hmm. um, you know and and, and moving move, moving to smaller towns um, also we've got fiber rolling through regional New Zealand we've got sort of whole economy starting to change now in some parts of, of of New Zealand moving away from primary production into into as new people arrive they're setting up their own businesses and and, and often they're online businesses. Um, so, so, yeah, the, the provinces are definitely definitely changing. Um, but as far as the investment in regional New Zealand is concerned, it's, it's really just giving regional New Zealand a boost. Um, you know, there's, I mean, I guess there's a lot of businesses in, in, in the cities who could who, who could use a hand as well. Um, but what we're all about is, is, is boosting is boosting the regions.
1: So you, you've been doing this for a couple of years in, in, in different guises and, you know, through different means. Yeah. What what, what have been the successes? You know, does this work? What, what does it look like when it uh, when it goes well? Yeah, you
0: can see it working, actually, kind of organically. Um, three years ago, you know, I'd stand in front of a room of, 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 of business owners and ask for a show of hands of who's using Facebook, who's, who's using Instagram, and, you know, it was sort of 10 15% of the room. But now you can see... Uh, maybe 50, 60% of the room putting their hands up, and and in in the workshops, I, I know it's worked when we have a lively discussion happening in, in the workshops, and so it's not just a, it's not just a lecture from me. Someone asks a question, that sparks off another question, and then we have, you know, um, people in the community answering each other's questions, and that's really what we're, what, what. what when we know we've really cracked it, when we're getting that conversation going, and a lot of the times, you know, people are busy in their business, they're working away. Um, you know, and on their own, really, and 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 just um, you know, doing what they need to do every every week, um, and you don't necessarily think about oh, why don't I just talk to my my mate down the road who's doing quite well on Facebook and ask him how how he or she's doing that, um, and you know what we've found is when we stimulate these conversations, people are really keen to share with each other and help each other out. Because people in, in regional towns love their towns and they want to see their towns
1: succeed. So I, I can see that um, it, it's successful in terms of getting businesses on Facebook and Instagram, and you know, and Facebook must be very happy about that. But uh, you know, it's, it's very true that you cannot feed your family with likes, shares, and comments. Uh, how is this translating to business success?
0: Well, you see. It comes down to particularly, and I mean, if you've got towns that. Rely, for example, on, 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 on tourism dollars, which a lot of our New Zealand towns do. Mm-hmm. Um, increasingly, the customer behaviour is not necessarily even using the internet as such anymore. It's you know it's cruising around the country um, on Instagram and looking at hashtag Wanganui or, 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 or hashtag Westport. And if businesses aren't there, then they're basically invisible to those to those visitors. Mm-hmm. So it's really really important. And if you if you just jump on Instagram right now and search hash, search for a hashtag. Small town,
1: New Zealand. I'll, go, I'll, I'll go hashtag Fielding and see what I see. That, that'd, yeah, that'd be the way to go, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, and and, and, and I'll know and, what to
1: do there tomorrow.
0: Exactly. And what we want to do is make sure local businesses know that's how people are looking for them. And because um, you know, this is the this is this is this is where the only reason we're doing this is that, is because this is where all all our customers are. So we, we need to be there.
1: Do you know? Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, break the narrative yeah. hashtag Fielding. So you're going to Fielding, or have you been to Fielding?
0: Um, I've
1: been to Fielding. Oh, a you should have, should have tried harder, Steve. Um, <laughs> hashtag Fielding, uh, according to my Facebook search just now, has has one post on it, uh, and it's two years old, oh, and it's from, tri- it's from Toe uh, Henry. Try Hashtag. What, what are you looking on, Twitter or something? No, 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 on Facebook. On Facebook, yeah. Oh, I right. Maybe fa- Fielding NZ. Oh, Fielding NZ, yeah. Yeah. So so, so businesses are, are getting, um, oh, look, you're right. You're right. Oh, it's yeah. a happening thing. So I've got... It's, oh, Fielding's got, a, a really buzzy, creative... I've got council. companies I've never heard of. I've got You're I've right. got a place making beautiful limoncello. That's interesting. And and, and now, oh, which I didn't know, I know that Fielding has a craft market. So this stuff works. It sure it, it's sure does. It's, 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 so it's, it's caught my attention. It's caught my eye. Hey, talking to Steve yes. Adams, who has been uh, touring small-town New Zealand in a program called Boost Your Town. Back soon. It's Sunday Social, an hour dedicated to social media with Vaughan Davis. Hey, welcome back to Sunday Social with you right through till 8 o'clock when we kick off the weekend variety wireless. Speaking to Steve Adams, who sounds like he's standing in the wind. Standing in the wind. He's been on the road, um, making his way from one provincial New Zealand town to the other, spreading the gospel, not of baby Jesus, but of Mark Zuckerberg and using social media for business. Welcome back, Steve. Thank you. Tell me, you, you run sessions and I was looking on Facebook and there's, there's these invitations you can, uh, you, you can you know, RSVP to the sessions that you're running in, in, uh, in a bunch of towns around the country. They seem to be yep. about three hours long. So here I am, yep. I, I own my florist, I front up with my, hmm. uh, with my laptop or my, my iPad. What do I expect will happen?
0: Well, what we do is we, it, it, it's all about Facebook and Instagram and, and so from setting those, those services up, um, you know some people haven't yet created a Facebook page or, or Instagram for business account um, and even if you have it's worth a bit of a refresh to make sure you've you've set it up correctly. So we start from the start and then we work through um, you know managing that that page um, on your phone, you know things like content management and community management, uh, looking at insights and how they inform you know what what, what you're doing online. Um, we touch briefly on advertising, but 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 not too much. Um, and then we kind of bring it all together and, and put it into the context of how we can um, work together in in towns to to boost the entire town. Um, and that and that can be as simple as agreeing on a hashtag like hashtag mm-hmm. and making and, and and thinking about that every time you pay something for your business. Put the hashtag field in 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 because you know that people are going to be searching for the hashtag and 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 that's a way for people to get a view of the of, of the town straight away um also in terms of the town you know it, it, it broadens people's um, uh content approach so rather than just having content just about your business mm-hmm. um, it's about you know if you, if you live in a, in, a, in a beautiful little town like 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 stratford you know um and you've got Mount Taranaki out the window, then that's a very Instagrammable mountain. <laughs> and, well, um,
1: it is so about a hundred days of the year. <laughs> so, so it helps well, if you it helps if you live there.
0: Yeah, it's right, and, and and so you know it's about widening your the story that you're telling, not just about your business, but also the town that you live in and the community that you live in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that that just really adds a whole another layer of, of 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 storytelling that that you can do on on um, on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, and it and, and makes it a lot easier, actually, because now you can... You know, a lot of people go, oh, yeah, I, I need to get on Instagram, but I don't know what I'd post about, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Well, it's not just about your business. It's about where you live in the community that, 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 that you live in and, and, and the people around you.
1: So it's 2018 you're getting business owners turning up to these sessions who are not yet on facebook or instagram generally speaking what has been holding them back what are are the barriers and and what is it that um you know that's a great
0: question that's a great question i mean i must say the numbers the 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 adoption rate has it's it's much better than it used to be um so um, but you know, still people have set up Facebook pages, so they might put their hand on and said, yeah, we've got a Facebook page, but they're not necessarily using it every day, you know, or, 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 or getting the most out of it. And, um, in terms of what's holding people back, I mean, there's the old, the old excuses like I haven't got enough time, you know, too busy, this, all this sort of thing. But also, it's, it's also just actually an age thing. Um, Kiwi business owners are generally sort of age 40 plus, you know, so there's mm-hmm. not a lot of digital natives amongst us. Um, you know, when when, I, when I, um, a when a twenty one year old sets the business up, one well, of the first thing he or she does is create an Instagram account and a, and a Facebook page. You know, before you even get a before you do anything else, you know, that, that's that's job number one. Um, um, but you know, so the age thing does come come into play. Um, but you know, people in, in the workshops that, that that we're doing range. Um, you know, there, there's a few a few younger people. I guess the the average age is sort of 40, 40 plus um and very very quickly people are realizing um you know that they can do it and, yep. and 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 it's not that hard it just takes a few minutes a day to to um you know really boost your presence
1: i i can probably guess the answer to this because you know facebook's writing your checks at the moment although given the news of the last week you need to make sure you bank those really quick to make <laughs> sure they're clear um oh, we say that. i think we'll be fine we can't say that on the radio um are you of the opinion that every business in New Zealand needs to be on social media or or there are, are there some businesses who you know they, they just don't need it? look but I guess I guess if
0: you're a uh, a, a plumber in um, in Auckland and you're actually trying to you know Give work away because you just rushed off your feet and you can't you can't take any more. Mm-hmm. Then maybe then maybe you don't need to be marketing yourself. And and, if, um, and
1: plumbing pr- plumbing is probably not very good for Instagram. Although I you know I stand to oh be right. Pr- well, there was a, there, ha- having said that, there were some plumbers came through Radio Live here the other day with with this homemade um, toilet unblocker. It was about a meter and a half long. It was magnificent. Yeah. So I posted that online. Got quite a few likes. So maybe yeah, I'm I can't wrong. think of any. You
0: know, There's it, it, so many businesses that. Every business has got a story to tell, you know. Like I, I met a lawyer, and, and she said that she hasn't got a story to tell. She's just, you know, she's she's a lawyer in a small town, and she does wills and conveyancing, and and that's that's not very interesting, mm-hmm. you know. And um, but it turns out she's actually an avid trout fish, fisherwoman. woman. So you know, there's a she can she can be taking photographs of of. of Beautiful rivers and and, the, and and adventures that she's going on as mm-hmm. an individual, and and that can be her, her Instagram content. So it is really for everybody. It's just
1: really telling t- telling a story, you know. Just just got to find um, that, just got to find that angle. So so yeah, that's right. Pe- people who. Uh, are only just waking up for the fact that you are travelling the country and boost your town and you've already been through their town and they're going, oh, no, do I have to wait another year? Um, <laughs> if, if, you to, if you were to boil down the the, the session that you run for, for businesses in these towns to sort of, you know, top three or four points that uh, are yep. universal to small businesses considering, you know, making that start on social media, what would they be?
0: OK. Well, I guess the first one is you know, set, set up your, your, your Facebook page and your Instagram account for business. Mm-hmm. Um, don't try and run it off your personal account, you know. <laughs> um, so and one, once that's done, it's, um, you know, the I guess the, you start, the, the, the real trends that are coming through, you know, um, on Facebook, for example, is a big thing is the rise of Messenger. So Messenger's becoming the primary contact channel um, for reaching people. And the thing is, your customers want to talk to you on messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, no one. You, you don't want to be phoned up. You don't want to make a phone call. You want to be to so sit there, press a button, and and, and, and have that instant communication. Mm-hmm. And the, so, so, messenger is is moving ahead in leaps and bounds. Is you know you can you can automate responses, and um, you know even even automate the questions that your customers may want to ask you. Um, so yeah, I'd say get to know messenger really really well because that's what your customers how your customers want to talk to you. On the on the Instagram side, um, you know, the advent of stories, Instagram stories, has just opened up a huge creative canvas for businesses to work on. Mm-hmm. And you know, we, we've, we're all sitting now with our with our, with our smartphones. You've got a full on creative production studio in your pocket. Every business can be creating really really cool content for free and 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 really standing out on um, on Instagram using stories. Um, so that would be the I'd say you know. But, but you know really this it's really about just getting started and um, and experimenting and um, um, you know and if, and if you I always say if if, if you need a hand
1: f- find a kid to help you. Yeah exactly <laughs> and, and and don't be too worried about what might go wrong. So you've travelled the country no. quite a lot doing this. Yeah. Uh, and it's not just dispensing wisdom. You you must have learned a lot about oh, yeah. about small business about what they're doing not just digitally but uh, you know how they're succeeding. What what are the sort of standout... Um, lessons or, or memories for you from this uh, booster town tour?
0: Yeah, well, I, mean, I guess the big thing is, and, and, and it's a really, it's a, it's a really great thing to discover, is I'm just finding regional New Zealand to be in really, really good shape, and um, there's there's there, there's there's people moving into in, into smaller towns, there's there's new ideas and businesses opening up, there's a um, you know, as fibre rolls through towns and people start getting getting their act together online and, and building their online presence and exposing themselves to the rest of the world, um, you know, there's there's just a, a... You know, the last few years, it's been a real... It's been really, really good to see how um, how small business communities are really starting to get into this stuff. Um, because, you know, the, the, the bottom line is, literally the bottom line, is that businesses that, that use these tools well, um, the... the, the, the uh, research would indicate that, that turnover goes up by somewhere between 20 and 30 you percent know, when you sort of start opening yourself up to other markets and the rest of the world which you know kind of stands to read
1: well so, that, that's um, that's pretty good numbers now enjoy yeah. the rest of the tour the uh, the next Thank town you, next towns are what we
0: are heading to Hokitika mm-hmm. um, on the 7th of august so uh, next week mm-hmm. um, and then greymouth on the 8th and then we have uh, our finale in Westport on and, the night.
1: And, and how can people uh, down on the coast find out about the events and get along to them?
0: Well, we've, we've just released a whole bunch of our, our, um, our local hero videos, um, actually, just over the weekend. So they're getting some good traction. So you'll be seeing those pop up in your Facebook pages if you're on the, if you're on the coast. But otherwise, you can come to aboutus.co.nz <laughs> and you'll see the, um, the links there or check out um, the About Us page on Facebook, and you'll see our, our events page there, and you can register with a click
1: of the button. Easy as that, about us.co.nz Now, I know, like, like me, you're, um, you're domiciled, or at least you work in the uh, in the biggest of the big smokes, but um, if you had to yeah. leave Auckland, which uh, which small town would you go to, Steve?
0: I, I Every time I go into a town, I just think, wow, this is cool, I could, I could totally live here. It's always the last um, one a... you, you
1: went to. Yeah,
0: and, and and the last one I went to was actually Westport, and that place is really buzzing. That, that, that's super cool. It's a great community in, in Westport, and it's just, it's just a really exciting vibe down, down there.
1: Westport for um, you, fielding for me. Hey, Steve Adams from uh, Boost Your Town. Thanks so much for joining me tonight on Sunday Social.
0: No problem. Much appreciated, all Thank
1: you. Hey, after the break, Mr Julian Waters is waiting in the wings. Two weeks in a row, what a trooper. With the apps, websites and social media news of the week. Back soon.
2: It's Sunday Social. Everything you need to know about social media with
1: Vaughn Davis. Hey, welcome back to Sunday Social and a very big Sunday Social. Welcome back to Julian Waters. How are you, fella? I'm good. Great to be back again. It's, it, I don't think in the history of the show and that's 222 shows, I've ever had a, a, a panellist, second-half guest, generous enough to do two in a row. Normally you need about three weeks to recover from this because it's pretty stressful stuff, isn't it?
2: Sure, sure. But I'm a yes man. I say yes. And you know what? Somebody listened last week. Well, I, of course
1: they listened. I, I
2: had a post on Facebook. They said, was that you on the radio?
1: Lots of people listen. It's not like this is spin-off TV or something. People, <laughs> a, pe- people, actually, people actually tune in.
2: <laughs> we, love, we, we, we love the spin
1: off. Droves. Yeah. Well it's, it's funny. I, I have I, I've had lots of listener experiences over the years. I, I was in a um I was in a shop in Ponceby buying a, a speaker. You know, one of those one of those Bluetooth big fancy speakers for my for Other my people just gave you that stuff. No. Um for, for my office. And and I handed her my credit card and the, the woman in the shop said, oh, I thought I recognized your voice. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? When she read my credit card. Um and put it through with no discount. Oh I hate you lady in the speaker shop. <laughs> <coughs> Someone who will be wanting discounts for things this week is Mark Zuckerberg. This is, um, we should put up, we should set up a give a little page. A give a little page for Mark Zuckerberg. What do you think? Oh, would he, you give? Uh, yeah, uh, No. He's personally lost tens of billions of dollars just like uh, in the last three days. Billions. Billions. So mm. the this, this story is you you, you would, would be under a rock not to see this. Facebook, uh, their share price in one day went down 20%. Uh, wiping $123 billion actual dollars, so that's probably, you know, $900 billion New Zealand dollars, off the uh, market capitalisation, all because they look like they might slow down the growth. So the growth has been OK, and the revenue has been OK. It's been good. Um, but they're going, well, you know what? Everyone's got Facebook.
2: Everyone who's going to click is clicking. I think it's a little bit... Firstly... You know, you have to do a double take because you think, "Gee, a hundred and a hundred million dollars is a lot of money to lose." Mm-hmm. And then you read it again, and you go, "A hundred and something billion. Yeah. And I read somewhere that's that's more than the value of General Motors, Target, and you know some other big company combined. It's massive, and that that just value is gone. But I think if, I did some quite a bit of reading around this. Yes, obviously a lot of people have got Facebook and so their growth has slowed uh, and also younger people are going more for Instagram and Snapchat, Mm -hmm. this sort of thing. There's also the question of the change they made earlier in the year where they want us to have a higher quality experience so we're not just seeing ads when we log in. Uh, I guess typically... When a digital product or something has reached that stage of not being able to grow anymore, it switches to being a cash cow, which means it's just full of advertising. Yeah,
1: you're trying you're trying to extract more revenue, and, and that's and, and, not and, what and,
2: Facebook want to do, by the look of it. So no, well, and and what they've also done is, is made it
1: harder, you know, for advertisers again, but grumpy grumpy now because I you know I represent quite a few through my agency, the Goat Farm. It's getting more expensive to reach people because, mm. on the one hand, they say, Hey, you know, Pante, you're not going to see as many ads as you once did. The flip side of that is, it's going to cost you
2: more to reach 1,000 people or 10,000 people than it did in, in the past. Do, do you think your brilliant, genius creativity helps?
1: Well, cre- creativity is always, Julian, the ace in the hole. The trick is to make content that uh, you don't have to pay to serve to people. Mm. You, you make content that uh, you know people seek out. Much like the Graham Norton uh, wine blending video that I was uh, making a couple of weeks ago. About to uh, launch on social media this week. Very excited about that. Worth seeking out. Don't have to pay Mark Zuckerberg anything. Hey, the other news that really surprised me, hand in hand with that, um, you know and many listeners will know how much I love Twitter. I've been a big Twitter fan. I might have been on Twitter before Facebook. Not sure. Have to have a look. Um, But Twitter put out a profit warning, but that that was so-so. I wasn't surprised by that. What I was surprised by, though, is the fact that Twitter's actually bumbling along and making an okay profit, $100 million. I'd take it. I'd take it. That's okay, isn't it? Not bad. That's okay, mm-hmm. but the, but the reason they've put out a profit warning is really interesting. In, in a post um, post Trump, post Cambridge Analytica era, Twitter has done a bit of a bit of a, a cleaning a cleaning house. So they've gone through algorithmically. You know, I presume it's not people sitting in a room going yes, no, uh, to try and identify which are the fake accounts
2: and just getting rid of them. It's a good move. As per comment on Facebook, it, it's they, they both seem to be settling and looking to improve the quality of their product right now and sort of avoid, you know, perhaps regulatory issues or just general quality concerns, which which is great. It's not going to make Twitter any more fun, I think, at the moment, but uh, that's a whole other issue.
1: Yeah, um, it's, it's, it's getting a lot more um, regulated, a lot more... Um, it's, it's, it's growing up. It's acting like a big mm. business. The, um, the, but, but it was interesting for me because I, I was I was wondering this about six months ago and, you know, um, raise your hand if this just sounds like vanity on my part. I was sitting there going, my Twitter follower numbers are not increasing. For the first time ever over months, my, my Twitter follower numbers didn't seem to be going up at all. But I knew people were following me because Twitter alerts you when, hey, you've just got a new follower. And the number overall wasn't changing. And what I thought was maybe what Twitter's doing is they're they're sort of scooping out the fake followers at the same time and 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 your your follow account doesn't go up. They don't want people to have a drop in follow account because that would be a negative oh, I see experience. They just sort of you know one comes in, one goes out. But like a nightclub, <laughs> like a crowded nightclub, one in, one out. Uh, but then obviously that wasn't enough because about a month ago people were talking all around the place that woop uh, suddenly everyone's followers uh, dropped by about ten percent. Oh,
2: interesting.
1: So, uh,
2: some. When the bots got culled. Yeah, well, I've seen some stats suggesting that nearly half people's followers are fake.
1: Well, Maybe some more. people, some people's followers are half fake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I both know people, um, not naming <laughs> names, um, that have purchased followers in order to, you know, raise their brand and, and appear more important and legitimate online. And, you know, if you're purchasing 20,000 followers for $100 US... They're not yeah, going to be real sure. people, not necessarily.
2: So, so, yeah. It's more more. what I wondered about the follower numbers. Do you see that little stats thing? You know, when you send a tweet, you can look at it the next day and see how I many do, I do, I do. Yeah, the reach. I've I, seen that. I was amazed what a tiny percentage of the follower number it actually was.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's, it's, it's far, far fewer than 10% of your followers will ever see your tweets, mm. which, which is the same over at Facebook. Um, you know, the, if you post something on Facebook... Uh, it used to be that around 15% of your friends would see it. Uh, now I think it's single digits, five or three percent, something like that. Yeah. Which is which is why companies uh, are falling over themselves to to pay money to uh, to promote their tweets and and Facebook posts. Hey, um, when's the last time you went to the doctor? This is getting very personal. When's the last time you went to the
2: doctor? You know, I hadn't gone to the doctor for about a decade, and in the last year, it's been a couple of times.
1: You've had had some had some mishaps, accidents, gone to the doctor.
2: I wouldn't say accidents. just, you know.
1: <laughs> Need to go to the doctor. Yeah. Um, so normally when you go to the doctor, you go, oh, God, I've got to go to the doctor. Who's open? Where shall I go? What am I going to do? But um, a new website has sprung up, and the aim of it is it's called whitecoat.co.nz because doctors, certainly the ones on television, all wear white coats, and you can rate your doctor. So, you know, was that a good anaesthetist? You know, did I, did I have pleasant dreams while I was under? Um, you know, did he shave my eyebrows off as a practical joke? No, five stars. And then when choosing a doctor, you can go, oh, I'll have a five-star doctor, please, not a four-star
2: doctor. What do you think about that? Remind me, well, so there's Rate right My Teacher and that sort of thing that have Yeah, they're huge,
1: they're huge, and, and tertiary especially, yeah.
2: O- on the one hand, it seems like, no-brainer. Wouldn't it be great to know what other people thought of this person? Because surely you would ask someone you knew if they had gone to a GPA, what was your experience like? On the other hand, I think, maybe with teachers, but certainly with doctors, us mere mortals are, are, are vastly unqualified to rate a medical practitioner.
1: Yeah. So, so I mean, you know, granny, granny goes in for, for bladder surgery, granny dies, you're not going to give the doctor five stars. But the doctor might have done an awesome job and in fact the doctor might be so awesome that uh, a disproportionately high number of really
2: hard surgeries go to that doctor so you know he or she might have a higher failure rate. So I mean a a doctor that I've been a client of mine for years is a guy that I've gone to and in some ways I think he's a total um, you know unmentionable but He's a bloody good doctor. I'm pretty damn sure he is.
1: Look, that's two, swe- um, that's two swears in, in one sentence, I, I, uh, Julian. I'm going to have to caution you. I, 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 seen, and I the, reason, the reason myself. No, you didn't. You I said didn't. two bad words. The reason I'm going to caution you is because at Radio Live, we, we received an email last week, didn't we, Saskia, that um, actually listed from, from number one to number 31 the, the words that we must not say. And I, I don't think your two words were on the 31, but they are probably 32, 33. So just, just go easy there, fella. So easy this family show my
2: humble apologies dear did you know, did Live you know
1: did you know that there was a real list because you know you sort of there's a I think there's a comedy routine about it <laughs> about um, the, the the words you must not say on the radio and uh, there is actually a list comes out uh, every year it's based on research There's not just you know a committee of people sitting in a room going you must not say this uh, it is it is based on what new zealanders find most offensive it sounds
2: very good to know
1: that's why that's why I talk totally differently when I'm on air to, uh, to how <laughs> I do when I am uh, in the privacy of my own home. I want to talk about a new gadget, which I have in my own home. And you mentioned earlier, sort of facetiously, I think, I think facetiously, when, when I said that I had, to, I had to buy that speaker in a shop, despite being quite famous, um, you said, don't people give you these things for free? Well, I was at a, a PR thing the other day. Um, it, was, it was quite neat. It was just me. Wow. It was just me in this in this in this beautiful house um, with a bunch of people from Dyson. I, I think I think it wasn't just me. I think we took turns. I think they worked their way down through the uh, the, the media tree, and I was kind of at the root of, of the tree.
2: So was it a clean house or a? Or- House that needed cleaning. That well, fun, funny
1: question. thing was, so they were launching the Dyson V10, which is not like V10, like a, a, a um, ten cylinders. It's version ten of of the cordless vacuum cleaner with a very very powerful motor. But the house was mostly clean, except whoops, there was some spilt um, flour in the kitchen. Oh no, there was a tipped over pot plant in the bedroom, and crikey, there was some laundry powder all over the uh, all over the laundry, and we used this uh, we used this 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 vacuum cleaner to suck it up. It was monstrously good we, we were there for uh, about an hour and a half so I learned the whole history of Dyson from the, the guy started by making a wheelbarrow did you know that I did not that was no. his first invention so he started with a wheelbarrow he's mostly known for vacuum cleaners and next is gonna be a Dyson electric car would you would you buy a Dyson electric car when I would it suck it, a problem well, I don't know.
2: <laughs> is, that, is that word not on the band list no, it's not. Oh, it's nice. not. But I uh, love Dyson products, always have. I, I don't know, you know, if Apple are putting out an electric car and so it,
1: You'd go for the Apple.
2: Yeah. You'd go for the... The problem, Dyson, problem, problem with the Apple
1: electric car is after six months they bring out a new one and no one would want the old one. You'd want the new one. But I'm a bit like that with the Dyson V10 vacuum cleaner because I, I got the, the old model. Oh, I'm calling it the old model. I've fallen into that trap last year and apparently this one's 20% uh, better. It would be the motor this blows my tiny little mind, uh, goes around at 125,000 RPM. Woo! Tons. I'm going to tell you one more little thing yeah. before we go about this vacuum cleaner because it was fascinating. I'm going away. No, it, it was fascinating. Um, and I will say they didn't give me a free one. Um, it was just fascinating. They make it as loud or as quiet as they want. And by that I mean the engineers, this is really interesting, the engineers could make it really, really quiet But customers in America in particular went, oh, this vacuum cleaner is not powerful enough (laughs) because it wasn't noisy enough. You might laugh, but I think it would have the same effect on you. So if you had a totally silent vacuum cleaner, uh, you wouldn't be very happy with it. So they they make it exactly as loud and they tune the note to be exactly what they want it. Don't you want to listen to music when
2: you vacuum or something? You know, I understand a performance car, they tune the I don't
1: vacuum. Julian, I have someone vacuum for me (laughs) hey after the break the uh the apps and websites you just cannot do without back soon it's sunday social with Vaughan davis hey welcome back to sunday social i've just been playing a game in the break i quite like my little mobile games i wish i wish i was more of a commuter i wish i had a bus ride or a a train ride or something so i could sit there and play games you're you're a driver aren't you you're not a Mm. you don't you don't you don't sit there playing games
2: no, no games. No
1: games. Um, trivia crack. W- w- was it you that I was talking to the uh, about the the game HQ trivia? Uh, no, probably not. Oh well, okay, okay. W- well, you, I do you like were the on smoke. the show. You were on the show two 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 weeks in a row. Um, this is a, another trivia game. We all like trivia games because they make us feel smart. <laughs> Right, that's, that's basically the idea of it. So Trivia Crack is not a new game, but I was reminded of it because we were talking about HQ Trivia last week, which is kind of like a, a worldwide, almost like a TV show that thousands of people participate in at once. And I was reminded of the old school Trivia Crack, and I thought, how's Trivia Crack going? So I downloaded it, and the way Trivia Crack works, it's kind of a, a cross between a, a head-to-head um, pub quiz, Oh, I can see you're playing it too over there, Julian. I can hear it. Um, and Trivial Pursuit. So in Trivia Crack, you're, you're faced with a, a wheel with what looks suspiciously like a, um, a Trivial Pursuit um, game piece, right, with six, seven segments. And you get a question from a category and answer the category. So I've, I've just spun. I got history. If I choose to play, I'm going, uh, when Constantine ruled Rome, what was the name of his new capital? They start pretty easy. The answer's Constantinople. And so on. But the cool thing is you play against other people, either matched up randomly from around the world or from among your Facebook friends, which is quite neat. And, and you know, as happens with these things, you, know, you move through league tables and you, you get prizes and badges and, 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 and all sorts of those bits and pieces. I quite like it. It's good to You're engrossed, aren't you? You're engrossed you Gross. The name the name of the name of the app is Trivia Crack. It's free to download and play for um, iPhone and Android. But of course, if you want to really play hard, you know you, you've you've got to buy these these extra in-game purchases, which is kind of the way of things, isn't it?
2: I guess. My first question is: Which NFL football team is named after an Ad, Edgar Allan Poe poem?
1: Uh, I was going um, Ravens. I don't know.
2: Uh, I, I don't know. What are the
1: options? What are the options? Uh,
2: Yeah, Ravens is one of them. It'll be the Ravens, baby. Yeah. Nevermore. Quoth the Raven. Oh, no, Mm. I can say boring. Skip. Yeah, okay, I give up. (laughs) I played the game, though, you know? You played the game, you gave it a go. I'm doing my job for you, dear listeners. You you played the game, you gave it a go. Um,
1: But, yeah, like like anything, if you really want to get into it, and and caution, it is a little bit addictive, which is why I told you at the beginning of the show to stick your fingers in your ears at this point, uh, Mm. you could end up spending quite a lot of real money on the app hey um, you're on the iPhone Julian yes do you know about this um, feature whereby your iPhone when you uh, when you dial the emergency number is going to be able to share your location with emergency
2: services lots of cool stuff coming out in iOS 12 yeah. so, yes and that would sound very useful wouldn't it,
1: it but you know it, so so this does not exist so far so caution caution warning mm-hmm. uh, will Robinson. Uh, when you call the police or the fire people or the ambulance people, don't just hang up the phone assuming your phone has told them where you are. This is trialling in the States at the moment, but it will happen in the future soon. The idea being that every time you dial 111 or 911 over there, data goes to the uh, the operator saying where you are because your phone knows where you are. There's no reason why it shouldn't be able to you know pass on that information. It's It's one of those things that feels like it should have happened Ten years ago, right?
2: Exactly. So I would say two two things straight off the bat. One is I do trust Apple to manage this kind of thing. They're very Apple is very cautious about data security, uh, unlike some other. Whereas Android seems to be loose as a goose. I know. Yeah, I know where you're going. That, with that's this. one part of it. But the other, the irony of it is that um, I don't know how to say this without sounding like some sort of dodgy character. But I, I think we all assume that we're being tracked at all times if we have a smartphone on. Uh, well, so it's kind of ironic that you call emergency services and they can't easily locate you based on where your phone is.
1: Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? You, you, you don't want to be tracked until you do want to be tracked.
2: Yeah. But it's one of those technologies
1: that's kind of been there in the system, um, you know, all those years. And, and, and finally, it's actually being made into a, uh, a, a, into a feature. But, but that, that trust thing is, is, is a big deal, right? Big you deal, know? big deal. We, 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 we want location services, we want our Uber Eats to come to us and get to the right place or, you know, we, we want Google Maps to work, yet we don't want these, these, these companies that we pay nothing to and get everything from to actually know where we are.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I personally have never worried too much. Back in the days of Google Latitude, I had my real-time location published on the website all the time. Really? It didn't worry me, but Yeah.
1: Find, find my Julian. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag find my Julian. Where's well, you'll, find, Wally? you'll find me tomorrow fielding in your fine town. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for Steve from Boost Your Town. Thank you, Julian Waters, in the second half. Stay tuned for Graham Hill on the Weekend Variety Wireless. I'm Vaughan Davis. Nighty night.